What it do, what it do, what it do. Happy June, happy Pride Month. Yes, baby. We are back again, full circle. If y'all haven't listened to that episode last year, go tap in. But you know who it is, your girl, Jess. Jess, be real. And welcome back for another dope episode of Jess Be Real Podcast. I got the realest, my best friend, Brittany, kicking it with me again. Yes, kicking with me again. And um, we definitely about to talk about it because I feel like we need more visibility. And you know, the girl is part of the community, so it's only right we tap in. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. So I have my bestie back. I remember y'all probably had her on season. What was that? Season one? Season two? Season one. Oh, season, season one. one. And we're in, yeah, because we're only season three. So yeah, it was season mm-hmm. one. So Brittany was on, you know, y'all got to go check out the episode. I'm not going to tell you what we talked about. That's the whole point of the podcast episode. So go back and check it out. But I thought it was necessary to bring her back because I think there's a lot we don't talk about with the fact of being at Pride Month. Having friends that are in the community and when they come out to you, a lot of people have this weird energy they start to develop when their friends are like, hey, I'm gay or hey, I'm bi or hey, whatever. I mean, it's gotten better over the years, but some of y'all, yeah, and some of y'all is probably trapped in the clouds with your damn selves. And as my sis Raya said with the gotcha, gotcha, y'all tired of looking at pride stuff. Are y'all mad because we're living our truth and you're not living yours? Like, I'm just... Uh-huh trying to understand but you know we're not gonna go there because Brittany and i can name a couple people who belong out the closet and uh they're denying that they're a part of the girls okay so this episode today is called bi girl as in bi girl because one i'm a bi girl too bi girl because y'all be doing too much for me when somebody come out the closet or somebody comes out i won't even say come out the closet because i don't feel like i was ever in the closet i just feel like i was selective who i shared my life with um, only because of giving my upbringing, like, so that was that. So, hey, Brett, what's going on, girl? Hey, girl, hey. How's it going? What's new? What's the latest with you since we last spoke to you on the podcast? Nothing much. Still working and still doing what I do best. Staying out of my business, staying in my business and out of everybody else's business. And that's the way to do it. Uh, she's not going to tell you that she has a whole new boo. <laughs> She's not. She, she's not gonna tell you about that one. But just now, he's a Virgo, so you know he's. It's all good in the hood. Then he is popping. He is popping. All good in the hood. Then that's all y'all. That's all y'all get. Okay. Don't try to find us like who. What? Don't worry about Seahard. Don't worry about it. Okay. Let's don't don't worry about Seahard. Okay. But I had to get Brittany on because, of course, y'all know she's my best friend. And, of course, of duh, she knows I'm bisexual. So, like, I wanted y'all to hear a perspective from somebody having somebody who's in the community as a friend. And when I came out to her, because, honestly, it wasn't a coming out for her. She was like, okay, I kind of knew already. So, I just waited for right, you to I tell me. I just wanted you to tell me. I was waiting for you to tell me what I, what we both already knew. Okay. Because Brittany came around, she knew me freshman year. That was a time when I was in the awkward phase because I felt like I couldn't be myself, which was like the real baggy clothes, oversized tees, because big white tees were a thing back in 08. And my mom threw out all my clothes and she was like, you need to go to school looking more presentable. And I guess that was the label for me to know, like, don't live out loud. Even though my mom found out because I was outed, don't live out loud, like... 
wear some skinny jeans, whatever. Like, and I hated guys looking at me because I feel like that was so gay. Like, y'all looking at my butt. They're like, you're still a female, Jess. Like, as much as you hang with us, we still gonna look at that ass, girl. <laughs> okay? Right, like, it's there. And I'm just like, ew, that's nasty. You're like a brother. Like, you're the homie. Like, why? So, like, I just felt like that's what it was. But now, you know, another situation. But, Britt, how was it for you, like, when you did, well, I mean, you already knew, but when you finally knew, you heard that, like, okay, girl, like, I was just waiting on you type vibes. That's really what it was. I was like, okay, girl. I'm like, okay. He was like, well, sis, I'm fine. I was like, girl, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, okay, anyway, are we taking a shot or no? Okay, that's, that's, and you know what? I feel like everybody doesn't have that fortunate, ex, you know, reaction. Some people... Mm-hmm. Like, I heard a story one time when a person was like, well, my homeboy was like, he came up to me gay. And I was just like, okay, honey, like, what took you so long? Like, why did you feel I was going to shun you or something? And he was like, oh, only because, you know, a lot of people. And she was like, I'm not that person. But you do have people who, like, you're like, yo, I'm gay. And automatically, they think, like, you want to be on them. Like, that's the stereotype and the common thing that. that happens. It's like, okay, I'm gay, but you my homeboy. But, nigga, are you, if I wanted to push up on you, I would have been did it. I'm not telling you because I'm trying to get you. I'm telling you so that you know, like, if some shit pop off and you hear something in the streets or you want to know something, you heard it from the horse's mouth first. Firsthand, yeah. I think some people, like, they really do have that perception, like, okay, as soon as you come out, they're like, oh, so you must like me. It is like, girl, no. Like, you're not even my type. Hold on. Hello? And I just be like, no, you must like me. Because if that's the first thing that came to your goddamn mind, you must want me. And now that you know that I'm down with the good damn, you want to get down with me. Okay? Yeah, right. You know? No. And I think that's a common, um, uh, like, something that's misconstrued is every, they feel like every person in the LGBTQ plus community is attracted to everybody. And it's like, no, they be having their picks. Even pansexuals, and if I don't know what a pansexual is, a pansexual is somebody who's literally attracted to anybody. Like they can be transgender, they can be binary, they can be bisexual, they can be gay, lesbian, whatever. Like they literally are just attracted to anybody. Pansexuals even have their preferences. Janelle Monae is a pansexual, and I'm very sure she doesn't just want to fuck everybody or be with everybody. Yeah. Just you know what I'm saying. If y'all didn't know that tea, I'm gonna just tap into that for y'all. Yes, Janelle Monae is pansexual. Um, I even have a close family member who's pansexual and told me, and I was like, okay, girl, like live your truth. I don't care who, as long as whoever you're with is respecting of you and your boundaries and who you are as a person. I don't give a damn if you wanted to date the Wolfman. Okay. That's your business, as Auntie Tabby says, and that's your business. So, I don't care. And I just feel like some of my friends, I did lose some of my friends because they were just like, oh, you're bi. I'm like, bitch, I don't want you. Like, if I wanted you, I would have pushed up on you. And y'all want to know the real gotcha gotcha? A lot of the girls I used to date in high school or even in college were all supposedly straight, quote unquote, and happened to be their first and last girlfriend. The irony. (laughs) But I won't say no names. I think also with our generation, it's like how we were raised to like, okay, if that person is, then they feel like your parents feel like you're going to influence them to be the Yes, same. girl. Like, no, like, that's that person. I'm my own person. So what they do over there is what they do over there. What I'm doing over here is because I want to do it. Exactly. And I just so. feel like that's, that's what it is. But it's, I think it's funny, too, because... Given now there's so much representation now on television as opposed to when we were growing up. All we had was RuPaul. I'm not going to hold y'all. RuPaul was the only representation of the LGBTQ that we had that was out, I will say. Because, I mean, we, we knew about the brat because it was a parent. 
There's still a couple celebrities that haven't openly said something, but you kind of have an idea what the gotcha gotcha is. And it was just like, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like Brat said, she wasn't ready after 30 years. She felt like she needed to be true to herself because she wasn't living her truth. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can respect that because I think she said she's bi. Don't quote me on that. But like, we all know she's with Jessica, Big Booty Judy. And there's that. But it's just like, I feel like RuPaul was the only representation we had. And ironically, RuPaul was on shows like Sister, Sister or Martin and like the shows we grew up on on the 90s. And that was the only LGBTQ we seen i mean you had grace jones too growing up but like to us it was like well what's androgynous like you had boy george and it was like well androgyny in the community you had prince like you had little richard but it was not real you know what i'm saying out there out there like it was kind of like we're here you see if you ask i'll tell but i'm not gonna just lay all my shit out on the table for you and even they couldn't even be true like true to themselves because they were told they have to tone it down right you're being too flamboyant. Be to, you're, you're doing too much, so you have to tone it down. So it's like, okay, like, now we're, like you said, today is more out. It's more like, okay, whatever, do you. Like, with the little Nas X thing, I was like, okay, why are y'all really upset? Like, Okay, I'm let like, that man do I'm what like he do. So I'm like, he's not bothering you. And I think that's another thing, too, is like, everybody tells you, like, Chicka said it best. Everybody tells you to live your truth and then get mad at you once you do it. So don't, and I think that's another thing I feel also too sometimes when you come out to your friends, that's pretty much a safe haven because a lot of us, I will speak on myself, our parents are so old school that the friends community is really all we have. So like it goes back to ironically, Pose had me crying. I'm so mad it's off the air indefinitely. Um, but Pose was a show I think we needed because we strive so hard to live the truth and to see how life really was in the 80s and 90s of the ballroom scene. Like, you had stage um, stage 45, and, like, that was clubs. There was a bunch of clubs and stuff. And, you know, you have Marsha, who was out here uh, that was marching. And pretty much, as we say all the time, you know, when it comes to pride, you know, pride history is black history. You have Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. You have people of color who were fighting for rights and literally standing up, you know, Stonewall riots. Like, literally, I'm from New York. There's no way in hell I wasn't going to be a part of the community and not go visit Stonewall. Like, it was no way. Like, that was a movement, and that's part of who I am. And my aunt, who y'all probably see me post a lot, my aunt Renee is a lesbian, and she's one of my mom's closest friends, one of her best friends, her neighbor, which she's not my aunt. Y'all know how that is, but we have villages growing up. So y'all don't, y'all, a lot of y'all might not be hit to that. We got villages, so everybody's an aunt or an uncle or you know what i'm saying so it was seeing her live her truth and my mom was accepting of her but i think it always is different when you have it in your actual it's household and it's your child right. so my mom found out when i was 16 well 15 and i was kind of low-key outed by somebody um i didn't get the privilege of telling her and my mom was so disdained by the fact that i was dating a female especially when i was always around and my friends were the only thing i had because think about it, my grandmother was born in the silence generation, 1920s. Come on now. They don't, there was happening back then. Like you had like James Baldwin and, you know, all these other black, you know, pioneers that were living in the community, but they weren't able to live out loud. So it's like, it was one of those, don't, don't ask, don't tell, keep it on the hush. Like you could be doing it. You know, you have Bessie, Bessie, you gonna keep that, you gonna keep that cute. Like we not gonna talk about it. But y'all now are seeing, like, they were living their truth, but y'all be so quick to quote these people, but be so homophobic. You can't do both, okay? Exactly. Pick a struggle, pick a struggle, pick a fight. You can't quote somebody 
who is speaking on living your truth, living your life, being out loud, and then whole time you're homophobic, you're transphobic. Y'all are judgmental of bisexuals, but we'll get back into that later because I got a gag for y'all, especially I know y'all tapped into my my homegirl, Miss Tammy Roman, with her get into it with Mimi, and we all found out the real truth with her and Ty. We'll revisit that, but like it's always a stereotype and a stigma, but y'all don't want to be judged for living y'all heterosexual lives. So why bother to try to judge somebody else? Try to judge somebody else. Well, I want to touch back on something that you did, you spoke about, and I, I have an issue with this. And this is the only issue I've ever had, is when people out other people. That is not your business to out somebody else. Thank you. Thank you. That is not, like, I have a huge issue with that, because it's like, you, you weren't probably ready to even have that conversation yet. I wasn't. Or that person still might be trying to figure out, how do I have this conversation, or am I really gay am i really bi what am i because then other i seen this one tiktok where um the girl she was she had came out as bisexual and then she turned around a couple years later said no i think i just like all females and then a couple years later she said you know what mom i'm trans and her mom had an issue with that and it was like no some people have to go through life and understand like try to really exactly like like, I know I think I like this, but what exactly do I like? So when people out other people, it's like, why did you just do that? Like, what was the point of that? But we'll talk about the abusive boyfriends that they be with in a relationship, but you were so quick to talk about me. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother topic. But the funny, iron, the irony behind that, me being outed, <laughs> the girls who outed me to my mother are now full-blown lesbians. How about that? They don't even even they don't even have a preference. They don't even have a switch swap like I do. Like I have a I play both fields. These bitches are full blown. Huh? I'm team I'm team Nani and I, that's it. And 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 they look and one of them actually looks like a whole stud. And that's the girl who outed me telling my business. And and one of the mothers of the girls who did it had the audacity to tell my mother she needed to check me. Blah 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 blah. Going at aim aim was a thing back in the day. We didn't have text messaging, so that's how that was your text. And coming at me on her daughter, aim, and lo and behold, your daughter is a whole lesbian. <laughs> That's the real gag. Because how you gonna come at somebody else and tell the tell tell your mom to get you? You need to get your own daughter. <laughs> but she didn't come out, and I don't think her daughter came out to her about it until she was like twenty two. So we're talking like two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven. When I was outed, it was 2005. Now, mind y'all, when I said I was outed, I was only 15. I'm still a kid. I I knew, and I can say this safely, not many can say this, but I don't think people realize. They think that, you know, being a part of the community is a choice. For some people, it is because they go through a, a phase where they're like, you know what? I'm tired of niggas or I'm tired of bitches and I just want to go see what the other side is giving. Some people do make that choice, but a lot of us who are in the community who are really living out loud have always known within ourselves that we were who we were. Like, I was five and I was like, oh, when I'm playing house and I'm like, I want to play the dad and there's another girl and I want to kiss the girl. What do I know? That's the whole point I'm trying to make. Like, what do I know about it being wrong to not kiss another girl or wanting to have an attraction to a female? I'm five. I don't know no better. So in my mind, I'm like... How is this a choice for me? And they're like, oh, God's going to condemn you. If God can, is going to condemn me, then why did he create me as such? Everybody's not going to be the same. The same way God's going to condemn you for fornicating before marriage. Right. 
But my thing is, homosexuality didn't come into the Bible until the 1940s because before it was talking about pedophilia. You better talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. When people say, oh, yeah, God said it's not supposed to be Adam and Steve. And it's like, no, he meant like little boy Adam and big boy Steve, not the way y'all are taking it. But you know these, you know these uh, overzealous Christians, which I talked about the other day, which are Bible thumpers. They get on my damn nerves. Um, one of them happens to be in my family. <laughs> I won't even say who because it'll be too obvious because I don't know if she listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but one of the Bible thumpers in my family, it was very judgmental of me when I brought my ex fiance home. And for the record, guys, if y'all don't know, because this still was a gag to one of my friends last night, <laughs> and she brought it up to me. I have been engaged to a male. I have been engaged to a female. Um, so it's literally equal playing field. I'm tired of y'all trying to slander bisexuals and say, y'all got to have a one preference over the other. No, the hell we don't. No. We don't. We literally are attracted to who we're attracted to. I've known since I was five. I literally grew up with one of my good girls who I posted yesterday who's, who's trans. We were growing up. I knew from when we were kids because there's stories for days. The way he was at the time because he wasn't she was a he at the time to how we were tra- watching i'm like child this i'm like yo there's gonna be a point where sis is gonna transition there has to be a point because she's so uncomfortable in her body that she just knows this is not me the same thing with zaya wade everybody has so much to say about zaya wade but yet boozy you over here having your son 12 years old get head from a grown-ass woman and have sex exactly. what now that's what god is not okay with that right there Exactly. That's statutory rape, baby. And going back to what you were saying, like, I have a cousin who, uh, God rest his soul, he, uh, we've been new. My grandma was, like, from the day he was born, we knew already because of how his mannerisms were. She was like, some people really do not choose. Like, it's just in their genetics to go that way. So, like, when he was like, yeah, I, you know, y'all know I'm gay. You were like, boy, we've been new. Okay. <laughs> like, we were waiting for you to tell us. We've been new. We just realized, you just realizing this? Okay. Because we knew since you were two. But the T was. And I think that's what it was from one of my cousins I actually had that was born intersex, which back then was called hermaphrodite, which is not the proper word. But he was born intersex, and they chose to keep his, you know, his male genitalia. But he still has some feminine type of ways to him because, and he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he, if he, I don't know if he's ever had a girlfriend or not. I, the whole 30 years I've been on this earth and know my cousin, I ain't never seen him bring a girlfriend or a boyfriend, but I feel like he might be gay. Um, and if he is, it wouldn't be surprising because again, when it happens when you're intersex, your brain can say that you're one, your body may say that you're a woman and your, 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 your mental is telling you I'm a female. So you just don't know. Like, and it's not people ask to be born intersex. It's something that just naturally happens and you choose. Um, cause I think there was a guy that they, they that did an interview I ran across on YouTube and he was like, he was born intersex and they kept his male genitalia and, um, he ended up going back for surgery to get the male genitalia removed and reopening his female genitalia because he already knew, like, he wanted to have the male at- the anatomy, but he knew he wanted to have the female part. And, it's, and that's your business. You got to do what's comfortable for you. And I think people don't understand that. 
I, me living out loud can make you uncomfortable all at once. Me living out loud can bother your spirit. Me living out loud can be against your religion or against your beliefs or your morality. But at the end of the day, what you will do is respect me as a human being. That's what you will do. I will not tolerate exactly. the disrespect. I, You can feel how you ever you feel. And I'm not asking you to accept me because like uh, Durant uh, Bernard said, I don't need you to accept me. Do you accept the sun when the sun shines or do the sun just keep on shining? I don't need your acceptance. I just need you to respect me. Acceptance is not what I'm, I need you to do because I have a community for that. Hence why balls came about. Hence why houses were created. A lot of y'all are so into polls but don't know the history of polls and what it's about. Like I was even on Twitter last week and I had said, oh, wow, this episode really was a tearjerker. It made me cry for the whole two hours more than I did last week. And somebody retweeting me was like, well, it didn't hit me like it did last week. Baby, that's probably because you're not in the community. It don't hit you the same because you're not a part of this struggle. You're not living this life. Baby, it hit me hard because I know, and this is around 95, 96. This is when I literally was learning who I was and watching. A lot of the songs being played, I'm like, yo, this really did come out then on like 98. This is when I really kind of knew because I was dressing more masculine in my clothing my mom be like, oh, let's put on a dress for picture day. If y'all seen all my pictures, my mother had to force me into a dress for second grade. I refused to put on dresses until, like, my mother forced me. My mother forced me to get my hair straight, and she was like, I need you to be more feminine. I think my mom always knew. She tried to see if she can try to mold me out of it, but, baby, we're still here. Um, my first grade picture... Exactly. My first grade picture, I was wearing some loose jeans and a turtleneck. And my mom literally had to, I was like, pull my hair back. I don't want to wear it. She was like, girl, we're not doing this. It's pictures. And literally, I was like, nah, I don't want to wear this. Like, a lot of the clothes I wore growing up were literally oversized. Even when I was in middle school, when uh, velour suits, every, all the girls wearing Lady and Nietzsche. I'm wearing a Nietzsche and Sean John sweatsuits out of three times my size because that's what makes me comfortable. And wearing sweatbands. When sweatbands was a thing and, you know, baggy basketball shorts. Like, that was my thing. So, it's like... Houses were created, if y'all don't know the true history and essence, I'm going to give y'all a real breakdown real fast. Houses were created because back in the day, kids were literally kicked out for coming out for coming out and saying, hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm gay. And we're literally living on the streets from like hand to hand to mouth. Like that's really what it was. And the peers literally really did exist in real life. It's not everything on Pose is actual. It's real, it's real life and how people were really living back in the day. Like. The peers, which is now just one peer, the peers really existed. People really were having to sell their bodies just to make, to survive. People were literally living out there because their parents kicked them out and they had nowhere else to go. And houses were created to be a community and a family for you to be able to be who you are and to literally be a stepping stone as they said on Pose for you to be prepared for the world, real world. I'm going to be a spoiler if y'all haven't watched Pose season finale last uh, series finale. Unfortunately, bye, too bad. You better just stop listening now and come back. But um, Lulu ended up becoming an actual accountant. That's something she's always wanted to do. And she ended up getting be on drugs. And she literally was out there on the streets before Electra took her in the House of Abundance. Candy passed away. Candy passed away probably because I want to say, I, we never know the story and this is my scenario. I feel like Candy, because she looks so feminine, came off and the guy found out that she was probably trans and killed her and left her in that hotel room. I really feel like that's what happened because that happens often to a lot of transgender women. Transgender men don't get as much backlash as transgender women do because, of course, your anatomy is built for you to be a male. Um, and it's kind of obvious. So it's like, I feel like that's probably what happened. And she got caught up. And before you know it, she's in a body bag. And that happens way too often. Um, 
in a lot of situations where a lot of lives are lost because people are not upfront because they want to live out loud, but you're not letting people know like, yo, I'm actually, a, you know, I was born with male genitalia. I'm born with the, you know, the anatomy I'm born with. And you have OGs like T.S. Madison who has no problem saying, yo, I had to, to, I was a porn star to get my way through, to be able to afford myself, to live my life and live my truth. Like, and exactly. So like, Houses were literally a safe haven to this day. I know y'all, some of y'all watch Legendary and y'all probably seen like the house of Miyaki Mugle. <laughs> Go ahead, Father Arturo. Congratulations to them. Um, that's really something that came onto the scene. Vogue really became like a ballroom, literally became your house. Like you're paying $10 to get to the ball. Like you, you're coming in a place where you know it's going to be judgment free. You're living who you are. And categories were categories. They really are. Tens across the board was really for categories. Like a lot of terms that y'all girls are using today came from the gay scene. If y'all didn't know, sis was not a term of endearment until it literally came from the gay scene. What's the scene? T. Um, gag, definitely, honey came from the scene so y'all gotta know a lot of what y'all use especially if y'all are homophobic stop using some of these terms because honey they came from the gay world oh baby let's not talk about the makeup a lot of y'all out here looking real draggish the contouring the highlight and you know she's a makeup person so she's she's a makeup person so she's telling you what tea is the brows that all came from and it came from them because if they wanted to look more feminine, you had to contour your bone structure to look more feminine. So that's where. So there's another gag order for y'all. Brittany just educated y'all. Contour, highlights, all of that. Hey, so you can t- thank the queens. Thank you. Exactly. Thank the queens. I didn't um, watch the last season of Pose, but I know before I watched Pose, I watched a whole bunch of Netflix documentaries. That was strictly about Marsha and the balls and about the LGBTQ plus community because so that I understand what I'm watching. So some people, like you said, they're just watching it just to watch it without going back and say, you know what? I don't understand what's really going on. So why don't I educate myself first before right. watching this thinking I'm just watching some regular show? No, you're watching history. Like they're literally telling you the history of everything or what their struggles are. And people don't get that. And I'm like, do y'all not know? And my mom, she came in, I had her watch one episode in, in season two of Pose, and she was like, well, what is this? I said, you have to go back to season one. I said, I can't give you commentary and educate you because you have to want to educate yourself. And I will say my mom has grown over the years. She is become more visible. I won't say she's accepting, but more visible of, of, of me as a bisexual woman, um, where she's now a little more understanding and not as judgmental. I will say, um, where she's like, well, I want to watch Pose. Let's watch from the beginning. I'm like, well, I'll be more than happy to watch it. We can do it when we get home. Like, watch it. You know what I'm saying? Because she wants to have a better insight, I guess, to better understand me. And I I commend parents who do that because you might be, they're going to be mad in the beginning, but at some point they're going to have to come around because you're their child. And honestly, truly, that they, you came from them and they can do but so much about it because you're part of them. And at this point, if this is what my child is, it might not be acceptance, but it's going to be visibility. I see you. I see who you are. I see what you, what you're representing. And you know what? I can't get mad at you living who you are. And that's the crazy thing because parents teach us be who you are, stand firm on who you are. Don't ever budge. And then when we, when it comes to them, it's like, we got to change the value. No, this is what you taught me to be. And I'm not backing down. I'm not. They try to change who you are in a sense. Like, right. They want you to be who you are, but they didn't try to change who you are. So it's like. And I'm like, bye, girl. I'm not doing it. My mother 
And I used to be so afraid because I was raised in the church. I was so afraid, like, oh my gosh, how's this gonna reflect my mom or how's it gonna make my family look because my, you know, you know, my aunt and uncle are, you know, first lady and pastor. Like and it's like, girl, you're not living for them. You're living for you. My therapist, I'd be like, okay, so who are you really living for? Is it for their right. approval or for your yourself? Because internally, you're sabotaging yourself where you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting them, even if it were to be the case. Because you're gonna you you're not being true to who you are. And that's why I'm so adamant where y'all always say be real in who you are, be real in what you do as my motto is because it's be revelations. Because I had to be real in who I was and be real in what I did. Like I'm bisexual. You can't change it. You can't beat it out me. You can't pray it away. I don't care. And I'm not saying guys not, but you can't pray. This is just pray me. And y'all feel like, and that's another thing. Stop trying to feel like y'all want to take all your y'all can take your problems to the altar. Don't get me wrong. I'm here for God all day. I know. I said, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. But what I will say is y'all not going to sit here and try to condemn somebody because they're a part of the community. Because y'all be the same motherfuckers that be out on Saturday in the club and the first one praising God on Saturday, Sunday morning, or be at brunch right after church. You do your, your Sunday services. So let's 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 be logical here and not like pick and choose what we want to discuss. Okay? Cause or your pastor's up there stealing. Or your pastor's up there... Uh, huh, fornicating with uh, somebody else and he has a whole wife that's sitting on the first pew. Exactly. Okay? So we're, we're not going to talk about that, but I'm just saying a lot of y'all real judgmental. And for me, a lot of y'all that's judgmental is ones that are real by curious. <laughs> and I think that's where some of the judgment does come from. They're not, or like them feeling like, okay, this person is like too out loud. It's like, okay, is it because you're not comfortable being like this or... Are you curious and you just don't want to say you're curious? So I'll give you a little gag order real quick. So there's a person that Brittany and I mutually know that I personally feel <laughs> been on my body. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say the girls. I'm gonna say they because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna give gender. I'm gonna keep it gender neutral. I feel they want me but don't know how to say they want me because the way they act does give real uh by curious vibes but they are so hell-bent into their religion and i don't think they know who they are officially um they don't know how to say i'm attracted to you now we all know about nisi nash and jessica betts uh-huh. You know, they got married randomly last year. She just popped out. Boom. She has a wife. Now, mind you, y'all know the story. Nisi's never been with a woman ever in her life. Excuse me. Nisi has been with, as y'all know, she used to be married to a pastor at a point in time in her life. And she got three kids. Jessica, on the other hand, has always been a part of the community. She's always been a lesbian. She's always known who she was. I think it's so crazy how so people are so ready to support Jessica and Nisi before they do their own close friend who may just say, hey... I know I've been with dudes, but I'm attracted to this girl, and this girl is really, like, everything. Y'all know it's okay, right? You don't have to cast a stone at somebody because they're like, hey, I want to rock with this girl because she loves me right. She treats me right. She cares about me. She's everything I've always wanted in a partner and more, and I'm just head over heels. It's okay. It's okay. And y'all don't get the opportunity to do that because half of y'all are still trying to find yourself or in relationships that you don't need to be in with somebody of the opposite sex. so let people hello let people live how they want to live okay 
don't be so quick to support these couples. Y'all supporting, you know, the Brad and, you know, Jessica Dupart, but y'all not supporting your real Jessica, i.e., I'm going to speak for myself, me in y'all life. Exactly. Y'all have a Jessica in your life. Outside of the two celebrity Jessicas y'all see, y'all have a real Jessica in your life, and y'all so quick to turn y'all back or just be different. And I can say, honestly, my, my tribe and circle, baby, the best thing ever. There's never a judgment. Um... And one of my friends happens to be a lesbian. So that's always a key key. Um, because it's, it's funny when we have conversations because it's like, well, you know, you got to watch out for the straight girls. Because some of them really just, you know, they might be out. They want to try and experiment, make you the experiment, which is true. And I think that's another thing we cautiously got taken heed to. Like, I can speak for me as a bisexual. I'll be afraid when girls be like, they think I'm cute. I'm like, whoa, cute as in how? As in puppy cute or as in like, damn, I'm trying to get that cute. Like... Because I have to be mindful of myself because I know I'm attracted to females. So I can't put my heart in that situation for you to play with it like a toy because you just want to see what it's about and then you want to leave. Like, it's not... Exactly. It don't work like, for me. Are you serious or are you just doing this just to get it out your system to see if you like it or not? And Brittany knows my exes. So, like, one of my exes we know for a fact was bi and she's made herself known that she's bi, I think now, or she hasn't, or she... We know we just know her partner be hitting, but we know who her partner is. But her partner be hitting, and um, we don't really see her as much. But we know she's in a relationship with a female. Um, the other one, the last one was toxic as hell. She had dated females and considered herself bi, but I think I was her first relationship in her adulthood. Um, that kind of she was out there. Yeah, that she was out there and it kind of struck her mother's nerve like, "Oh shit, this is real." kind of thing. Um so even when we dated, I felt like I was low-key still a part of a secret for her. Um which I now that I'm older, I realize I was a secret technically for her because we knew we were together, but it didn't come out until after the fact when she pretty much got exposed that she was by that. I'm like, "Ew, you're over here fucking this nigga but you're still fucking me too like nah buddy that's not how this work and we're in a relationship and you know we're in a relationship like that's not and that's i i don't i don't condone that um and then one of my exes my ex-fiance she was another one that did the same thing my other ex did y'all want to go back to them toxic exes you know whatever y'all do get pregnant get knocked up do that but don't don't put my health in jeopardy because you want to be selfish and be greedy. That's the only reason why I feel like I have this disdain for them because y'all put my health in jeopardy because the entire time while we're doing what we're doing, you're out here messing with this man and you don't know who he messing with. You know what I'm saying? And I'm very, right. I, I get my, my checks or everything, whatever, regularly, but I'm very particular because your body is your temple. Like you might be transferring energy from his dirty dick that I didn't want in my body. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know. And it's not fair to people. So, like, you do have bisexuals who are like that, who are really like, I'm going to do me because whatever it does for me, it works for me. Now, me, I can't talk. Y'all know I've had me. If y'all don't know my past, but I had a situation with one of my exes where I was dating one, my, my ex other ex-fiance, and then, you know, my girlfriend at the same time, and she had her boyfriend, and I, it was a little messy. Right. But what I will say is we both made an agreement not to fuck them while we were dating. So that whole year, none of them got none from us, at least we know to this matter. Um, they probably were getting it from someplace else, which is whatever. I mean, we was doing our thing, so who are we to judge? But we made that agreement because we were like, if we respect each other, especially as females, you, 
I don't want you bringing him over to me and I don't want you bringing him over to me. So it was like, we made that disagreement. Okay, so if we're going to be around doing what we're doing, we can't touch them. Period. That's that. I mean, not saying it's morally right, but I feel like that's a conversation that has to be had. And I feel like, especially because I don't want y'all to think, honestly, y'all be so quick to judge bisexuals. Let's talk about a lot of these studs out here sneak dicking. They be sneak dicking. A lot of these homeboys that they call their homeboys, you want to know why I know? Because I've seen some videos. Full-blown studs. And they out here getting zicked zone, honey. Zicked zone. And loving it. And loving it. And the niggas that they zicking zone, getting zicked zone for, are allowing them to use their strap on them. And they're getting zicked zone as well. So, y'all, be don't be so good to come for us bisexuals. Make sure y'all know all your history, T, and learn some information and do some research. Because us bi's are not the... Us bi's, I feel, are the least y'all need to worry about. Because at least we're open to tell you, we like both. We like both, right. You have full-blown stud lesbians out here taking it. <laughs> taking it, probably more than we are in actuality, and they're not living in their true truth that they're by. It's okay. You can still have a masculine energy or masculine, you know, demeanor of yourself and say, it's fine. You know what it's called? You know, they have people like that. They're called transgender men. Right. And it is what it is. Um... And I just feel like for me, with, with bisexual people, with people, I'm tired of y'all saying, because now I'm going to go back to Mimi and, and Ty. Okay, so Mimi was on Tammy Roman, and I don't know if you've seen it, Britt, but she expressed how she didn't want to be engaged to Ty. That's not what she wanted. She said there was a lot going on that I had to uncover in the relationship that that pretty much was the icing on the cake. Okay, well, we all know Ty Young. She's not flamboyant she's not out there out there but we know ty is is a part of the community and we know mimi's past because we know mimi's well she doesn't label herself by she likes who she likes which i said the same thing um mimi's past of nico stevie melissa because she used to date melissa the party promoter in atlanta and ty like mimi literally goes wherever the wind blows okay that's fine my issue with this conversation was if you knew you never wanted to be engaged, why say yes? for? Because then you have this whole public thing where we're all into y'all live publicly. And then when y'all break up, the whole world don't know nothing about it. It's a silent breakup. And y'all not even talking right now at this point from what I heard. Because she thinks, Ty, and I'm going to be messy because Tammy wasn't going to do it because she knows the people, but I don't. So Ty's supposedly messing with Erica Peoples. Y'all can go look that up. And Erica plays... Um, I don't know if y'all watch All American, but she plays whatchamacallit's uh, sister as a, one of the lawyers in whatever. She also was in Married to the, uh, I think Married to the Game, um, which is one of the movies that, uh, what's his name was in? That was in, uh, damn, I can't think of his name. But y'all, y'all go just look up Erica Peoples. That's all that matters. She supposedly thinks her entire in the situation entire thinks that she has a whole new boo or whatever that she had in her crib. That's very, she was masculine presenting a uh, female. And I'm assuming that caused a little riff or a tiff, a little social media, whatever. But, um, I don't, I don't condone that because if we're, I think at Mimi's grown ass age, you're in your forties. You know what you want. If marriage is not what you wanted from Ty, you should have just said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Because you could tell Ty was really invested in her and into the blended family dynamic. Like, 
she was even willing to, you know, converse with your baby daddy and be a part of your daughter's life actively. And I think that's the major part, too, that people don't think about is kids are very influential factors in relationships. And I think that's what it was with my ex. Like, you trying to come back around, but you come back around with just another a plus one. So if you don't see a future with me as we're trying to supposedly rebuild or try to restart over, then don't waste my time because I'm dating to marry. I think that's everybody's goal is to date to marry. So if you were just dating to date, we know Ty was talking about kids. Right. And we know Ty wanted kids. We know Ty wanted marriage. So why still be in that relationship and be selfish and hold on to her knowing you knew what she wanted? And you know that's not what you wanted. That's so not fair. And that's what I be telling girls all the time. Like, there's a girl yeah there's a girl i was i was getting to know and i was like yeah this ain't gonna work we ain't spoke in a couple weeks and it's probably not we probably not gonna speak again um but it's more so of a situation like i'm talking to her and she's like oh you know just so you know just to reiterate i'm just dating you know because i just got out of a relationship i'm just dating right now to you know get a feel for what my likes and dislikes are baby girl i understand that but you're too you know what your likes and dislikes are because you know what you got out of your ex that you don't want to get again so there you can just say i'm out here dating but the thing is what i don't have a problem with people just being out here dating is don't if you have to choose don't choose me i always say that if you have to if you have to choose don't choose me because i'm nobody's option if you out here dating taking little sneaky links and trips with people carry on that's about your business because you're entitled to date you're not monogamous to me but i'm nobody's option so i want somebody who's monogamous and wants to be about me and me only that's it i want to be exclusive exactly i'm too old for the fucking i'm trying to find what i know i know what i like i know what i want i think also because there's an age difference she's like seven eight years younger than me that might be as well too but I know what I want. I know how I want it. And you can still have kids being with another female. Danielle and Candy are a prime example. They had a beautiful baby boy, Five. He is so adorable. Five Harris. He's adorable. Like, there's ways to still have family and still not be in the orthodox, I have to get a pregnant by a man situation. Like, if y'all have watched Master of None with Lena Waithe, I know some people are not really feeling her vibes, but Lena Waithe, Master of None, is another great thing to watch to understand the process of how it is to be in a black queer woman in america because from season one to season two you see how she literally went from this is accepted for me to be masculine presenting but i gotta have hair to do it to i don't give a fuck what y'all feel i'm gonna cut all the chop off my hair be on some britney spirits type shit and y'all gonna take me how how i am and look she's still successful as hell ain't nobody still not trying to you know what i'm saying break bread or give her her deals or her flowers so it's like, I just don't like when people do that. So don't, I know what I want. Um, That's why I guess maybe with this one person that I feel is attracted to me. If you coming over here for a good time, say that. But don't get mad when I'm literally pursuing somebody else who's actually in this for the long time. Right. Because it's like, I th- some people like, will use that person as an example. That person spent a whole time with their the last person they was with, whatever. So they didn't have the time to already try to find themselves. You can't bring that over here when somebody already knows themselves, but you still trying to find yourself. Yeah, that's cool. You can don't do that, but don't do that here because I know what I want. I know what I'm doing. I know, like, with me and my relationship, we said, I remember I told you, I was like, he said it from jump, what he wanted. We both was like, okay, I was, I was actually surprised. Because usually people don't voice what they want in, in the beginning. They, then later on, like you said with me, it's like, oh, I, didn't, I don't want to marry you. Well, why, why are you talking Hello? about it? <laughs> Dude, this three years, I just wasted. Exactly. And they've been together. For, they were together for like seven, eight years. They were together for yeah, a minute. They were together for a long time. 
So like you know what you want. So y'all, you just thought y'all was gonna keep playing house and it was never gonna happen. Like that's not how this works. And I think also too, um, with that person, given their past experience in a relationship, like you said, and um I think for me, I've been close to marriage, which is the engagements, but I haven't been married. Sometimes I feel like with people who have been married at young and they really just probably didn't know that's what wasn't for them at the moment. I feel like they try to explore. And at that point in your age, you can explore. But it's like people kind of not going to people like me are not going to be like, yeah, we can go ahead and explore and just no, bitch. No. We're not exploring over here. I know what I want. And if you're not going to be what I want and you're not going to let your attraction and the attraction for me and just me as a person speak for itself, then just don't bother. Let's keep it cute and be friends. And I think I've learned that the hard way because a lot of my exes who I dated, we were friends before we were in, you know, before we became lovers. And now there's no friendship. Well, one of them, I can't be their friend because their current girlfriend is intimidated by me. We not going to go there. But my other exes, I feel like... We can't be friends because you've done some dirty, low-down, fucked-up shit to me that I forgave you, but I'm not going to forget. And because it spoke for your character and because the shit has still repeating. Exactly. Because this history, I see that there's still flawed history even after the time we haven't been speaking. I want nothing to do with you. Like, I don't even want to be friends with you. I can try to be friends, but we also know that there was an unresolved and there's still feelings low down deep within each, with both of us that we can never just ever be casual friends. It's not going right. to work. It's not going to work because we know what our hearts want. And that, I would honestly say the second time my ex came around probably was harder than the first time. Because there was a child involved. And because I'm older and I literally fell for the okey-doke again. So it's like, bitch, what the hell? So I was hard on myself. Like, what? how you how you fall for this again? And it sucks because the relationship I had with, with this person's son was like, you could tell. We, we were seeing each other. Like, we had a vibe. Him and I were, like, building a real good connection. And it's unfortunate that sometimes kids have to suffer. That's why I feel like when y'all be having these relationships, whether they're same sex, different sex, whatever relationships, if there's kids involved, y'all got to be mindful of who y'all bring around y'all kids because kids get attached easily. And then when shit hits the fan and you don't talk to the person, nine times out of ten, and y'all could try to fight me on this, Black black women, they're gonna be spiteful and be like, nah, you can't talk to so and so. Like you're not that and you're not gonna be amicable to let that person still be in that child life. Mm-hmm. Cause you might be petty and bitter. Cause that cause I don't want nothing to do with you. But I want something to do with your child. That's gonna make you feel some type of way. So I just feel like you gotta be mindful. And like I said, I feel like it was fucked up because I feel like Eva and Ty were close as hell. Mm-hmm. And now, I feel like in a way, she probably might still have a relationship with Eva, but it's not going to be like it was because me and your mom not, you know what I'm saying? We not kicking it. And I'm very mindful of that. Like, I be telling people, like, if this is what you want, and I'm very direct, if this is what you want and want to pursue, that's fine. And like I said, with even Nisi Nash and Jessica and like whatever, or like the brat or whatever, you know when you want somebody. You don't have to take months to find out that's somebody that you could see it's, you could see to be with like and the person that we're talking about i feel like it could be an ec nash and jessica situation but i feel like this person messed with girls before though Britt. 
Yeah, something doesn't seem right. The math ain't mathing. I feel like this person messed with girls before. She, I feel like this person, I feel like they tried to, they tried it, and they were like, yeah, I can't live this life. But then now you got to think about the person's past and their past relationships. You're like, mm, I would have tried it though. Um, I want to try it though because, you know, the person you was with, child, listen, that's a gag order. Okay? Real banshee cunt. Okay? Anyway, I feel like this person, they are attracted to me, um, but they don't know how to tell me. And when I ask this person, you can ask Brittany, they deflect every time. Single time. There's not been a moment yet where this person hasn't deflected when I ask them if they like me. Yet. So you know what they say? Oh, back in the day, no answer is an answer. No response is a response. And if you can't answer the question when it's closed ended, that means that's exactly the answer I needed to get. That's the answer there. So I'm gonna keep that posted what happens with that, but I do possibly see something happening. I don't know if it's going I don't I don't see long time. I just see a good time um with that person. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't see long time with that. I see a good time and I and then again, life is crazy. It could be a long time thing where we we both don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's possible, but for now I see a good time and I feel like this person avoided me. Uh, we'll talk about that offline. But anyway, um I just feel like you got to live your truth. You got to be honest with yourself and um us bisexual women we're not all the same. Um, again, I literally, you can ask Brittany, it's equal. I've dated men. I've dated females. Um, I haven't dated a male in a while. Um, doesn't Just because I wasn't in a relation one doesn't mean I wasn't dealing with them. Just, just to make that clarification for y'all. Um, I was still dealing with men. I just wasn't in a relationship with them. Um, same way with females. I haven't been in a relationship with a female for a while. Doesn't mean I wasn't dealing with them. I just wasn't in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So... And, I, and by the way, when I say dealing with people, I'm the type, I can't do multiple people because I can't do extra in- energies and personalities. So when I'm dealing with somebody, I'm just dealing with them. Um, I'm not over here. I learned my lesson. I'm not dipping and dabbing and going back and forth because, again, that's a health risk. So I don't I don't play those games. Um, but I just feel like a lot of us are equal out here. Some of y'all just need to ask rather than assume, especially if you're not educated enough. Um, and I, I will suggest a lot of y'all, like Brittany said, there's documentaries out there. You have things like Pose. You have things like Legendary. But don't make your own assumption based on what you think your opinion of what you want to make it to be as opposed to people who actually live in the community and have to deal with it because it, it's, a different, it's a different lifestyle. And when your friends are really just trying to vent to you about things, even sometimes it's hard for me. I can really say at times to talk to some of my friends about some stuff because it's like you're straight so you're not going to understand the perspective of what i understand it or understand where i'm coming from with this because you've never dated somebody that's the same sex you know what i'm saying but they but some friends give me the advice that works for me because they know me and some give the advice that works what they think would work for me no baby you what works for you works for you what works for me works for me so you got to give me advice as if it works for me like so that's a struggle we also to have um but I feel like you don't have to accept them. Just make sure that you're visible. And that goes for trans lives. That goes for intersex. That goes for asexual. That goes for non-binary, binary, whatever. Anybody in the LGBTQIA+. Be more receptive of what they're telling you. Because it's probably taking a lot for them to even vent and come out and be, be who they are and be transparent and be naked about it. So, as I would say, bye girl. 
because I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time. Um, I let my family tell her they see I'm going to marry a wife. They don't see me marry having a husband. And that's fine. One of my friends told me the other day, (laughs) one of my friends told me the other day, they was like, yo, I can see you having an open relationship with your husband. And then you end up actually leaving your husband to go to, to go have a whole wife. And then like you have a kid. And I'm like, yo, see, that's all I hear is drama. I don't want that. I have peace to maintain and that's not going to give me peace because I'm very, very, and I just know against nobody else. I'm very adamant. I'm not having a baby daddy. I'm adamant about that. So if I got to get it from a sperm bank and that's how we do it, that's how we do it. But I'm not, no, mm-mm. I don't want, I don't want, cause I don't want to have that person attached to my child's life for indefinitely. And then I have to deal with you too. And then I have to deal with my wife. And then I, no, no. I mean, blended families exist, but I'm not here for it. I don't want that problem. I just want consistency. So that means if I got to do the rainbow method <laughs> and lay on my back and, you know, inject a little something, something, just, a, I'll do it. All right. Oh, I know with me, like, when you ask, or you vent to me about stuff, um, just going back to this, it's like, when I give you advice, it's like, I don't look at it as that person as male, female. I look at it as they're just a person. And I think some people really have to start thinking of it that way, too. Like, they're just a person. Like, forget all the technicalities of the situation. Like, it's it's still a person. And then, um, it was something I need to ask you. Oh, Lord, I'm scared. Question. <clears throat> How do you feel about within the community how people feel about bisexuals and then and within the actual community? Because I know that if people did not know, there is conflict in the community itself mm. when it comes to bisexuals. And I feel like now it's starting to come out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it does need to start coming out really well because at the end of the day you're still a community yourself. So how are you gonna go get somebody else? With the, in the same community as you. And I'm going to try to leave that one out, but you brought it up, so here we are. Okay. So, that's what I always say, too, is like, like I said with my friends, like, and I'd be like, bye, girl, because if I got to fight you and you're not even in my community, you don't even know the fight I'm fighting with in my community. So, like I said, on the, there was a whole bashing yesterday on this lesbian group that I'm in, and it was like, well, if Mimi knew she should have never get married, like, this is what I'm saying about bi girls, like, da 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 da. Now you see why as we get older, we, we stray away from bi girls, and I'm like, wait, time out. Why are you a masculine presenting female, which would be a stud, coming at me because coming at all bisexuals and labeling us as if that's what I was trying to say, like, all masculine presenting females can't give strap. All masters even use a strap. That's not logical. And if y'all know what strap is, go Google it. But that's not logical. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't group everybody. So there is a struggle within the community because they feel like we shouldn't really fully be a part of it because we don't have a... a, They think we're confused or... Excuse me, it's indecisive. And that goes even worse. Now, Now, you think it's bad for us females. Imagine the males are out here saying that they're bisexual. They get worse than what we do. Male, they feel anybody feels like a male cannot be bisexual. He has to be gay. Once you touch a dude, that's it. You're gay. No. Now, for me, my preference, I prefer not to deal with a bisexual male because I just feel like there's a higher risk of you bringing something back to me. I'm not here for it. Exactly. Some people are okay with that, and that's that, and that's them. And I'm not judging anybody, but I feel like males can be bisexual because if I can be one, why can't you? Bisexual is exactly this. Bisexual. You don't... Well, the argument I hate that people bring up is like, 
it's not natural. And I'm like, actually, it is. So if you want to go back to Greek mythology and the Greeks, they were doing that. Mm. And they are bisexual. So I'm confused on why is it not, not natural when we have a long history of it happening. And I think it's not natural. And, and again, that goes back to perception. It's not natural to you. You. It's not natural to you because you weren't exposed to it. It's not natural to you because it's the same thing with like, okay, if you, if I'll put it on a broader spectrum for y'all. Black Lives Matter. You're going to say that there aren't any, I don't like call them allies. I say Hannah's because my best friend is a Hannah. She's an advocate for Black Lives, has always been before this was even a movement from childhood. So my life matters just as much as hers, but she knows that her blue eyes and blonde hair and her Jewish background can get fight battles I can never win in my life. But she knows her privilege. And there's been plenty of times and situations, even when we went out, like, back a few years ago, the guy was trying to be racist, and my, my white best friend made a whole damn scene in the fucking restaurant. Showed her whole entire ass where she got the Bill Compton on top of us getting gift cards. And made the man apologize to me in my face. Then when I had a read a made a Yelp review that got a whole almost a thousand reviews to where like literally it was about to be they were about to go ahead and start a, a commotion in front of the restaurant. You see what I'm saying? Like I can't do that. If I did that, my ass would have been in jail. Right. But she understood her privilege, and you know what I'm saying. She understood her privilege and used it to defend me in a battle I would have never won. You see what I'm saying? So it's all about who it's not. And I always say it's not what it's about. It's about who it, who it's about. Because I feel like personally for her, when it comes to LGBTQ, when it comes to me being a black person, it, it it's very important for her because she's like, I love this person. So when you come in for her, when you come for her, when you come in for anybody in this community, you're coming for her. And that means she's incorporated it. And I have an issue with that. So exactly. when y'all say black lives matter, like I said last night, make sure y'all include the trans lives as well, because those girls matter as well. Those boys matter as well. Exactly. You know how many black trans lives were lost last year after George Floyd that were never even discussed? Yeah, I'm here for George Floyd. Yeah, I'm here for Breonna Taylor. But I have people, too, outside of just that black community that are in my community that we're not fighting for. Like, don't pick and choose the battle. So, again, you're going to talk about oh, all lives matter. If you're going to say all lives matter, be sure that y'all say, oh, yeah, black lives matter. Be sure to include all the lives, especially the LGBTQ, especially the transgender ones. Because those are who getting who are dying more at hand than anybody else. I, I put that on anything. A lot more police brutality is happening to transgenders than they are to black lives in general. But y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to address that because why? It does. It's not comfortable for you. It's not you being affected by it. I take pride. I have two trans girlfriends. They are the baddest bitches. I. They look better than a lot of y'all cisgender bitches. And if y'all know what cisgender is, that means you were born with the anatomy of a female or born with the anatomy of a male. So y'all cisgender females, they look better than a lot of y'all. They dog walk a lot. They run circles around y'all bitches. And y'all can go on my page and go see them. They walk circles around y'all bitches. Okay, because Amaya Scott alone. Okay, Michaela J. The whole Pose cast, Michaela, India Moore, freaking Dominique Jackson. I live for Dominique Jackson. Get the shoes. Get the shoes. I love her. Dominique Jackson. Janet Mock. What, honey? Haley Sahar. 
These bitches are eating. Eating y'all up. Fl- endlessly. My homegirls, Monet. My, my homegirls, Monet and Deliqua. Two bad bitches. They look better than a lot of y'all bitches on, the, on, the, on y'all bad days. And they don't even wear makeup like that. And them bitches eat, honey. What do they do? They serve and eat it. Bad. Y'all need to actually take some tips from them because they lace fronts and they wigs be way better than y'all's. Okay? They be laid, honey. But y'all got to get into it. Miss Simone from, from Legendary, honey, might have not the best attitude, but she eats. She goes off. Tati from the house of Miyaki Mugler, baby, honey, eats. Uh-huh. But y'all, it's, uh, as long as it works for y'all, and I mind you, Sydney Starr is being put onto the show for bad, a, a Baddies at ATO. I don't know if y'all watch it, but it's pretty much Bad Girls reboot with all the veterans coming in. Supposedly she was to be a replacement back in from Mexico in season nine or whatever. But Sydney is messy as fuck. Yeah, Sydney's messy as fuck, but shorty, bitch, is, bitch got body. Audi, audi. Okay? But my thing is, don't, what I will say is this. Don't celebrate your friends in private and don't have that same energy in public. This is what I'm going to say. And I'm going to say this because it bothered me. A lot of my sorority sisters were posting how, you know, Pride Month and let me celebrate Pride and, you know, what you should do as an advocate or an ally for your sorors or, 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 you know, frat that are, you know, a part of LGBTQ. But ask me how many of them who actually know I'm a part of LGBTQ have asked me, girl, how can I go ahead and help? Y'all wait until somebody puts it out on social media when I've been right in front of your face for how many years? You could you could have been in, you could have been on my team a long time ago, but I don't see you trying to tell me you you had. But mind you, what the real gag is, none of them have ever told me have yet to tell me Happy Pride. But you're here for it though, uh-huh. and we can't and nobody can lie and say that they don't know I'm bisexual. That's that would be a fucking lie to hell. That's a whole lie. I know the other day I went into it was at fight night, and um, the bartender we had he had like a Pride Month. Uh, little button but the button was so small and i yelled across the bar i was like happy pride month bitch and he was like oh my god thank you so much i didn't know you could see it i said no why do you have it so small like you need a bigger button that says happy pride month i said wear that like what is wrong with you exactly <laughs> like, you're the first person that ever told me that i was like are you serious and that'd be the gag yeah, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. So yeah, we have. I, I fight within my own community, but I also have to fight with people who claim that they have my back. Still waiting for a Happy Pride Month. Up from a lot of motherfuckers, but it's cool. I don't need it because I know what you're really about. I know what you're about. So like when my friends was asking me, they was like, "Oh, did you have fun with the girls?" I said, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yeah." They was like, "You was with the girls and the girls," because I did. I hung out with my girls, mm-hmm. which is my. My my bros, you know, y'all see me with them. Shout out to Elgin, shout out to Taj, shout out to Marquise, and you know, and um, Ave, all of them. Shout out to them. We were all out last week. We we had a Kiki was down in the in the scene, and then I hung out with my girls, which is my real girlfriends. Like we went out for brunch and everything. Like I don't hide who I am for anybody. I never, I, I never will. I love my friends out loud like I love myself out loud. I'm not going to. And I, because I was so silenced for so long, I can't. So people were like, oh, my God, it's too much. Pro-. No, for me, it's a lot because I was literally suppressing my my sexuality for years. 
and literally just walked into my truth at 28. Mind you, I'm 30. I started living out loud at 28. You know how long that's been? Like, I, everybody knew I was bi, but I was never open and honest about it. Like, you can't tell me nothing. I got a whole big-ass bisexual flag hanging up in my office. Ain't no shame in my game. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not, you're not going to silence me because it makes you uncomfortable. If it fucking makes you uncomfortable, stay the fuck away from me. Because, baby, I'm not turning it down. I'm not toning it down, but a lot of y'all, I need y'all to do some, a lot of self-reflection. One, find yourself. Two, be real with yourself. Three, be unapologetically you. And for four, for the most part, if you're going to be an ally, don't just do it in public, do it in private as well. Or if you do it in private, do it in public. You got, you got to do, you got to do it both. You can't just do it when it's sufficient or when it's the time frame. Because literally pride is literally all year round. June is just the month that we get to actually just be out loud about it. Unapologetically. And that's that. So, as I say again, bye, girl. Bye, girl. Okay? Bye, girl. So, I'm fortunate. Hopefully, if some of y'all are out there or whoever's listening, if it's somebody younger and you're like, tell yourself, I'm struggling. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how to come out. Is my friend going to be accepting? You won't know. And if you let that fear take a grasp and it has a vice grip, you'll never be able to feel 100% you. And if they happen to leave you and not want to be your friend, then that just spoke volumes that they were that never really never about you from hello. That was never your friend. So that's all I got for the tea for the girls today. Gave y'all a little gag. Um, and as y'all see, I had something to say. As I already started how my intro was with from Michaela J. If y'all haven't heard it, go listen to her single. Something to say is so bomb. She worked on it with Vern, Vernon White, which happens to be a part of the legendary group. My favorite group, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So the joint is a summer bop. It's out there. If y'all need playlists um, so that y'all want to listen to to be a part of the LGBTQ and, you know, work, whatever, do what y'all got to do, whatever, research. There's plenty of black, black, LGBT queer shows. I'm not going to say LGBT queer shows because queer is a proper term. There's black queer shows, black queer movies, black documentaries about the queer lifestyle that are out there. Educate yourselves. Ignorance can be bliss. But don't make it your bliss when you have the tools at hand and people that are available to educate and help you through the process. Because the only way you could be an ally for us is by understanding who we are and where we came from. And educating yourself. Don't be scared to ask questions. There's that and that's it. So, Britt, you got anything else to say to leave off with the girls? No, that's it, girl. Just don't be afraid to ask questions. I ask you questions all the time. You like sis? <laughs> she do. She really does. <laughs> she be like, "What?" Did, I be like, "Girl, let me tell you this." So this is how this go down, and that's and it's okay. And I feel like when you and I, again with the black community, when we have more of those uncomfortable conversations, the easier it becomes because it's necessary. And this is why I wanted to do this episode because visibility is so. It's becoming a thing this year. Because of what happened last year, but like everybody's making it pride, everything's pride, pride, pride. But it's like after this month is over, what else are you gonna be doing for us? Exactly. How else are you gonna be advocating? What's next? Are you gonna are y'all gonna keep the pride memorabilia up for the rest of the year, even though it's not Pride Month, just because it's June, you know what I'm saying? Like how cause you know what I'm saying? How how are you gonna advocate for us? So if there's somebody out there that you know or that you love or that you care about that's a part of the community. Let them know that you care and you appreciate them for them being the individuals that they are in your life. Because there's more struggles we fight probably that y'all don't even know about mentally. 
that sometimes you, you want to take the time to ask. So don't just celebrate with us, celebrate or celebrate for us, celebrate us as we are as people. The person. And that's all I got for y'all. So on that note, bye girl. Remember, be real, be true, and be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all in the next go round and y'all live it up. Later. Something